Welcome to the ECU Alumni Podcast Series, Follow the Leader. This special series has been created for you by talented teams of ECU students. In this podcast, you'll follow the career journeys of leading ECU alumni from a range of professions. You'll get an insight into their chosen profession, as well as tips from how to get your big break to how to succeed in your career and more. We hope you enjoy this insight into the different journeys that our alumni take and that their fascinating stories give you some interesting food for thought. Welcome to the ECU Alumni Podcast. My name is Sian Caton and I am very excited to be here with Ange Nicholson. She is an ex-ECU student graduating from Criminology and Justice in 2017. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. First, I wanted to ask, what made you get into criminology and justice? Well, I think after I was obviously already in the job at that point in time, so we had been to an in-service training course where we had a guest presenter from ECU join us and basically go through the advantages of additional study and then he pointed out a few different courses available with ECU, which spiked my interest. So I thought, why not? I was still very early in my career, so I thought that that would be a good path to take. And how, what was your experience with ECU? Did you enjoy your time there? Yes. Yeah, so all of my study was online because I had moved to regional WA and uh, all of my tutors and everyone that supported me from ECU were just fantastic. We had really great communication. Um, anything that I needed help with was very quick to be answered online. So yeah, I had a really great experience. Do they normally offer that course completely online or were they able to cater that to you? They did offer it both in person and online. So it was really great that I had that sort of pathway to take online whilst being so remote and removed from Perth or Joondalup where that course was being offered. Whereabouts were you located? I was way up north in Kununurra. All right. So it's 40 kilometres from the border of Northern Territory. Was that for work as well? When you graduated, did you go straight into a role that you thought you wanted to be in? Like what what was your career path straight out of graduating? So my career pathway straight out of graduating, I spent about a year here in metropolitan region. Um, At that point in time, I knew that when I originally signed up to be a police officer that at some stage I would have to go country. And so I decided to do that very early on in my career. Uh, My husband was also a police officer as well. So we decided to uh, move straight into the regional areas. So we went up north to Kununurra. We ended up loving it that much. We spent six years there. And uh, then we did another country stint at Geraldton. So we spent two years in Geraldton before we decided to return back to the metropolitan area. What would you say is the difference between working regional and working Perth CBD metro area? The greatest difference is the community-based feel that regional brings. You know, it is your community. You live there, you work there, you know the people that you deal with on a daily basis. So it very much is that, you know, niche community feel and, you know, you're a part of the work life, but then you're also part of the community when you're outside of the blue uniform as well. So it's a real good chance to really dig your heels in and grow some roots in terms of helping out in both aspects of that. And so, I mean, I know often when people think police, they just think 
you know, people that are patrolling or that get called out when stuff goes wrong. But I'm guessing there's so many different areas, departments that you can work in. That's right. Have you moved around quite a bit? Yeah, so I've had a really diverse career to date. I mean, we're just so lucky that WA Police Force is one agency, but within that agency, there's just so many different fields that you can go into. I mean, I originally joined thinking that I'd head off into the forensic field or perhaps the detective world, but since going regional, I really, really liked that sort of community policing and uh, the different jobs that you would deal with in that sort of those sort of areas. So we didn't want to come back to Perth at that stage. So, yeah, there's definitely so many different roles. I've been lucky enough to work both in metropolitan, regional, some really remote communities as well, such as Umbugari and Kalumbaru. So they're very remote, very different style of policing. And then coming back into metropolitan area, uh, there's project work that we've been involved in. I've been lucky enough with WA Police Force, we've gone through a really rapidly technology really rapid technology growth period over the last couple of years. So I've been involved in project management in that sense, in terms of our uptake as an organisation and bringing us into the 21st century. Are you allowed to talk about crazy incidents that have <laughs> gone on? Like what would, what would be the craziest thing that you've had to be involved in? There's been a lot of stuff that oh. have happened over the years, you know. In March, I took over 18 years. So but that's the beauty of it is that, especially when you're patrolling and you're that patrol inquiry officer on the front line, is that you really don't know what you're going to get in any given day. You know, you could be dealing with some of the best times um, that you have in your career and, you know, some really interesting things that, you know, you otherwise wouldn't be exposed to sure. with members of the community. Do you often feel scared before you're going out ever or...? Oh, look, there's obviously jobs that you go to that, you know, invoke that sort of fear aspect. But, you know, you're there because it takes a lot of courage to do this job and you're there because at the end of the day you're protecting the community. They call you for help and they have that courage that WA Police are going to be there to support them through whatever is happening at any point of time in their life. So when you graduated, did you have an idea of how you wanted your career to go? Like, do you think you've you've kind of done all you had in mind or were there, were there things that you didn't imagine could pop up or? Yeah, there's, I th think at this point in time, what has benefited me is that any opportunity that's been provided to me, I've just said yes. And regardless of whether that was something that I was interested in or, or maybe hadn't considered at that point in time, I think if the opportunity comes your way, it's obviously something great it can upskill you give you more knowledge and experience in a certain field and expose you to those things like I said that you hadn't even considered before so I've been quite lucky and had quite a lot of different pathways and different exposures to different various parts of the business. I know you were working within it prior to I guess studying do you think studying has helped you within your career or do you think you could have managed without? Most definitely the uh, study has helped me. You know, the theories and the concepts that you learn about, uh, the practical operational application of those theories and the concepts, you know, and owing to the critical thinking that you develop as well, really 
gives you some good context. It gave me a really great foundation to work what, with in those early years and, you know, those skills that you learn during those courses and the units that you take then set you up really well to, you know, use and work on those skills that you've developed. For anyone that might be interested in possibly joining the police or looking to study criminology and justice, what would your advice be around that? Obviously, right now, we're in a really big recruiting phase with WA Police Force. So I'm sure you would have heard the uh, Let's Join Forces campaign. And recently on the weekend, we had the uh, WA Police open day essentially at the academy so anyone that is that has had an inkling to join or this might be the profession that they're leaning towards absolutely like I said it's just you might think you're joining to do one thing but because the agency offers so many different roles and places to go where you otherwise wouldn't be exposed or given the opportunity to, it's definitely a career to consider. And you won some awards when you were studying. Yes I did. I Uh, After completing the Criminology and Justice, I won the WA Police Force Frontline Operational and Leadership Award, I think it was called. And what went into that? Like, what was the criteria that you had to meet to I'm not actually sure, to be honest. (laughs) Um, I don't think at that point in time I knew that it was an award um, until I got the letter saying that I had essentially Won won it. So you mentor also? Yes, I do. How did that come about? So as part of the ECU alumni, I got the email through saying that they'd commenced this mentor-mentee program. Oh, so program. it's with ECU students. It is with oh, ECU, right. yeah. So I currently, I think we're about a month in and I mentor one of the students. Um, we've met up a couple of times. Yeah, it's a really great opportunity for her to gain some sort of insight into WA Police Uh, both the sworn side, so as a police officer, as well as opportunities that might exist in the police staff side of the house as well. You're doing lots of things. Have you ever uh, encountered a person and thought, oh, maybe the police force isn't for you and tried to kind of sway them from not joining? Or do you think that there could be a place for everyone depending on... Yeah, I I think a lot of it comes down to education. People might have this perceived understanding about what the job is, what it entails on a daily basis, what you might be exposed to and the sort of duties and activities that go along with that. So I think it's really important that if somebody is considering to really understand whether they have a solid understanding of real life application and what will be expected of them um, versus perhaps what they've seen in TV shows or movies and they've got this understanding in their head. So yeah, I think it's, you know, asking those deeper type questions about what it is that excites them, what is, what it is about the job that entices them to maybe um, consider a profession in policing. Like I said, just more education around it so that they can make an informed decision. I think it was this, always this passion in me I have a passion for people so whether that is helping people out you know developing people to be their best self you know that's why I mentor people as well Um, I'm very passionate about leadership as well so people reaching their own potential so I think it was always something that was in me as soon as I left school I wasn't old enough at that stage to join because they had uh, age factors associated with applying at that time so I went and worked full-time until I was of the age that I could apply and uh, yeah it was just something that I always wanted to do I think um, at that stage I knew that there was 
several different avenues to take once you were a police officer and that's what really drew me in essentially because not every day was going to be the same. It feels like it hasn't been as long as what it has. I mean, in March, I click over 18 years and, you know, wow. it just seems to have flown past. From our research, it tells us that you have been involved in the Army. Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, certainly. So when I was up north in Kununurra and serving or policing up there, uh, obviously, being part of the local community, you get to know different people and what they do. And uh, we were friends with a couple of other people who had joined as army reservists, and they got the opportunity to go to different training exercises and um, undertake different sort of activities that you wouldn't normally do in a policing perspective. So that really interested me. Uh, as long as sorry, as well as doing my full-time policing, I then decided to join as an army reservist. So I went over to Kapuka and did the four weeks uh, initial basic training. And uh, that was, I actually really, really enjoyed my time. I made some really great friends who I'm still in contact with now. Would you say you preferred the army or policing? Look, I definitely prefer policing. However, the army ticked a lot of boxes for me because I'm very organised. Right. And everything has a place and everything's in its place. And that's what the army, especially the basic training was all about, sure. is that they had a certain way of doing things and, you know, it was easy to follow because you knew what the expectation was from the very first day. So it was very easy to fall into a routine, essentially. So the six months of police training at the academy, so they'll go through a series of, you know, legal training, physical training, you know, learning how to use the accoutrements that you've got on your belt. So you'll learn how to shoot. You'll learn, you know, use of force in terms of when and how to use the accoutrements that you have as as well as driver training. So obviously you're, you'll be engaged in priority jobs that you'll need to get there. So learning how to drive and navigate as well as, you know, using the same road as the community so that we keep everyone safe. What changes have you seen in the police in the last 18 years? So there's been a lot of changes in terms of how we operate and what resources we have at our disposal. So you would have seen, you know, media coverage lately of, you know, our technology advances. We've now got phones that have applications at our fingertips that help us do our job better um, out on the front line. Um, we have body armour now that we never used to have so that you know keeps us safer with the type of jobs that we might go to. Um, we've got body-worn camera as well as another technological advancement you know that records um, what we do and how we go about the jobs that we go to as well so you know these are all very important resources that we've now got that we never used to have so you know as time changes what we have and how we utilize those things really help us out. Yeah I've noticed actually something that didn't used to happen before but getting texts about missing people like that are kind of close by does it only really go to numbers that you have listed close by the area? Yeah so I think it has a lot to do with the geofencing of uh, that particular area so um, obviously using the telecommunications and what users they have in that given area at that time. Obviously, because if you had a loved one go missing, you'd want us to find that person in the least amount of time as possible. So, you know, everyone has eyes and ears on the street 
that can help us essentially in, in finding these people and returning them to their loved ones or, you know, keeping them safe. So you've had, you've been in a lot of departments in the 18 years that you've been policing. Is there anything that you can see yourself doing in the future or that you would potentially want to do? I've recently been promoted to senior sergeant. So at that level, you get the opportunity to be an officer in charge of a police station. So that could be a local police station sort of where you live. And, you know, that really excites me to lead a whole police station in how they then police the community is something that really interests me and something that I would like to do in the future. So when you get that promotion, are you automatically in charge of a station? So when you get promoted to the rank of senior sergeant, there are various different positions at that rank within the organisation. And then depending on where you want to go, you make application to a particular position. And then if you essentially are successful in getting that position, then yeah, then you can essentially be an officer in charge. We're going to finish with a game. Okay. It's easy. So it's called word association. We're going to tell you a word and then you just tell us the first word that comes into your mind. Okay. Okay. First word, ECU. Student. Crime. Police. Success. Hard work. Service. Community. Community. Mm. That's the next word. (laughs) (laughs) People. Nice. Trump. Interesting. Yeah, we like to throw that one in for a (laughs) funny, funny response. Horse. Cart. Study. Books. (laughs) Thank you so much for speaking with us today. Good luck with everything else. I hope that you are... um, looking after a police station very soon. Thank you very much.